1: Welcome to Ordinary to Badass, episode number 105. In this episode, I'm going to share why Roz Savage is so badass. You're not going to want to miss it. I loved episode number 104. I don't know about you, but definitely one of my favorite episodes. Roz just had so many actionable steps. Okay, so before we get to the episode, I have gotta ask you. Have you signed up for the master class that's on Sunday? Five money behaviors that are keeping you broke AF and how you can tweak them so that you can get out of debt and finally become financially free. This is going on Sunday, April 25th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. I would love for you to be there because there are often simple money behaviors that we're doing And we do them because we don't know any better. Because nobody taught us a different way. And these behaviors might be keeping you broke AF and all you need is a simple tweak to do them. And so I know it was mind-blowing for me when I finally started to try to figure out a budget and figure out a plan on going forward. In case you don't know, I was $106,000 in debt and I paid that off in just under two years. And I struggled. It was hard. It was so hard for me to create a budget because I just felt like I was too stupid or money stuff didn't make sense to me. And the amount of debt that I was in just felt so unbearable. And I don't want that for you. And so I have created so many things to try to make this as simple as possible. So we're going to talk about the five money behaviors that are keeping you broke AF. Um, And we'll touch on the color-coded budget and things like that But man, if you are in debt, if you are struggling at all, and I know a lot of people are because of COVID and I feel you, I have been there and I have often found that the best people to listen to are people who have gone through it and felt the pain themselves and then got out of it, right? Because I can relate to what you're going through. I have been there and it sucked, which is exactly why I am pouring everything into this, because I want you to know all the little um, tips and tricks and just tiny behaviors that you have that you could tweak just a little bit. They don't take a ton of effort, but you tweak them and it can be life changing. And so I want to teach you those money behaviors. I would be so honored if you showed up on Sunday. Um, And actually, if you go to Instagram, anything like that, the link is in my bio, Um, it's if you wanted to sign up, it's ordinary to badass. dot or dot l pages. dot co backslash broke hyphen af. ordinary to badass period l pages period co backslash broke hyphen af. And I will put it in the show notes as well as. The notes for this episode um, and you can also find it on my social media profiles but I would love for you to join it is going to be so much fun and you're going to learn so many amazing things honestly I just want to be of value to you I know what the struggle is like I know how it feels to have the pressure of bills piling up and it is a lot of stress so let me help you definitely join the masterclass on Sunday and you know what Maybe it's not for you. Maybe you are completely out of debt. Then please, please, please send this to somebody who would find it useful. Um, There's usually three little dots on the top of this episode that you're listening to, and you can click share and share it like get the link and share it with a friend. If it's going to help somebody that you know, I want to be of service to them. Man, I hate debt, I hate how it made me feel and just the stress that it brought, so I certainly want to help other people with the same thing. All right, now, let's get to the episode. All right, let's talk about four reasons why Roz Savage is so badass. I know, you probably thought that I would call Roz a badass, Just for rowing three oceans. I said just. (laughs) Not like it's just. It was amazing what she did and what she accomplished. And I think that was cool. And it had to have taken a strong mindset. And it probably made her stronger than she ever knew it would. Because she rode the Atlantic, the Pacific, and the Indian Oceans all alone. So yeah, that's cool. That's badass. But that's not one of the four things that I'm going to be talking about today. The four reasons why I think Roz is so badass is because she kept trying to figure out what interested her, kept pursuing her passion. The second thing is she followed her intuition. Third, how she overcame her fears. And number four, her concept of the bifocal glasses. All right, let's get to it, shall we? Roz talked about the color parachute exercise. She said she tried all the things. She tried to figure out what to do that would light her up and there's like a color parachute exercise and she did everything where you like, look at your skills, look at your abilities and try to find out where things merge. I'm sure most of us here have seen those and those little pie charts or little diagrams, they drive me bonkers. I have done them a million times and I don't know about you, but they have never worked for me. Nope, nope, they don't work. So, well, at least not for me. They might work for you, but have never worked for me. Roz said they didn't work for her. They just didn't inspire her or help her figure out what she was inspired about. So, Roz found out about the Stephen Covey's method from the seven habits of highly effective people. And this is looking at the end of your life. And writing down what you want at the end of your life. And working your life backwards. So... Roz said it wasn't a specific goal that she wanted at the end of her life. That's not what she wanted. She was after how she wanted to feel. And she wanted to feel proud. She wanted to feel happy, grateful, kind, around family, loving, all these things. And so then she wrote out her life based on how she wanted it to be in the end. And I think that's pretty cool. There is... A quote, I've said it on this before, and I'm totally going to hack it right now. Um, But it's all about, you know, life on your deathbed. And how you're going to feel looking at the ghosts of your past. And, you know, not having taken action. And that's going to suck. But it doesn't have to. If you work backwards, right? If you imagine yourself at 80, 90, 100 years old. 110 if you're ambitious um, you imagine yourself and then how do you want to feel what do you want to what do you want to have accomplished I know Roz was chasing a feeling maybe for you you still want to have accomplished something or there's you know something that's just gonna drive you nuts if you don't try so write that down write a letter to yourself as if it's the end of your life and you're reflecting back on all the things that you accomplished. All the things that made you feel good. um, How you want to feel. And actually just reflect back on your life. As if you are 80 years old right now. And reflect back on your life and how it went. And imagine like the best case scenario. Here's the thing. We often think that life should just be handed to us. Or that our dreams, our passions, the things that excite us. That it should just be... Given to us like on a silver platter. Like, here you go. You deserve this. Yeah. I'm not going to say you don't deserve it. But should you not have to work to figure things out? I think that oftentimes, like passions, it's found in the work. It's found in the trying to figure things out. It's found in trying the parachute exercise, trying to write down, you know, your skills, your abilities, the middle ground, and just doing different things. Maybe you think you like art, so you try to do art. Maybe you think you like mountain climbing, so you start doing mountain climbing or hiking or whatever your thing is. And then if you do it and you hate it, okay, cool. Let me pivot and try something else. But I really do think that you find it from doing the work, from putting in the effort, from trying And not being afraid to fail or to look stupid. So that's what I thought was so badass about Roz. Is she just kept trying to figure it out. She felt something deeper in her that wanted more. And she didn't stop. She didn't say, oh, can't find it. Too bad. I guess I'll never know. No. She kept pursuing it. She kept digging. She kept looking. It's your life. Your life. You only get one. So you can give up, you can say, oh, can't find it, this is just how it is. Or you can keep digging, you can keep looking, you can keep pushing, you can keep trying. What do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? Alright, number two. Second thing I thought was so badass about Roz was how she followed her intuition. Man. I am such a big fan of intuition, not to say that I'm always great at following it, but usually it's right. So there was a quote that Roz said that I absolutely loved, and it was this. We are meant to be sensible and rational about things, but I actually but I actually now absolutely acknowledge that my best decisions have come from my intuition. So Roz... Said she was raised to to hear and believe. Be sensible, be rational, don't do crazy things. Um but she came to find out sensible and rational is fine. But when it comes to making decisions, her intuition guided her the most. It's like oftentimes it's that gut action or gut reaction, the intuition, you know, you just get that feeling or that sense like something's off something's not right here um and so follow it too often we completely ignore it I don't know about you there's very few times that I have listened to my intuition and it steered me wrong like yeah there's times I might feel bad um because my intuition just immediately say doesn't like somebody or something feels off so I just usually trust that now. It doesn't mean I have to be a big jerk to them. But it also doesn't mean I have to be their best friend. Um, So I don't know. There have been so many times where I've met somebody and it felt off. It felt wrong. um, And I couldn't describe it. And I justified it in all the ways in my head. And then later something happened. I'm like, I should have followed my intuition. Clearly, it's more ways than just meeting people and your gut reaction there. It's just in life. It's with danger. It's with so many different things. But just listen to your initial gut feeling. Listen to your intuition on this. So where in your life are you following your intuition? Where are you not listening to your gut instincts? I think that as women, we definitely have... An intuition, I don't know if it's more than guys or not, I just feel like we have a strong intuition, but it's just a matter of listening to it. Because we often try to justify it or explain it away, or we want a fact. But here's the thing. A lot of times, your subconscious picks up on things that you can't even process. It's just you've seen it so many times before in different ways, and maybe you don't remember every exact instance or you don't pick up on the body language or the cues, but like your subconscious does. Because you've seen it before. So start listening to your intuition. Alright, number three, third reason why I think Roz is so badass is because how she overcame her fears. Roz talked about how she first heard about her friend. And her friend um, listed all the things that she would have to give up. Because she wanted to do something else or start a nonprofit, But she was worried she would have to give up things. And all of the fears started coming up. So she wrote down um, everything she would have to give up. And then she put the worst case scenario against all of those. So step number one, list everything you have to give up. Number two is to list the worst case scenario against each of those. And then in the third column... Ask yourself, can I handle the worst case scenario? And so, as Roz talked about, her friend looked at those three things and said, yes, yes, yes. Like she could handle the worst case scenario. She knew she could do it. But it wasn't until she wrote things down. So or it wasn't until she wrote things down that she realized, oh yeah, I can do this. I can overcome it. But if you don't actually investigate the thoughts or the fears, then you're never going to overcome it. So I love that Roz talked about that. But I'm not saying her friend's badass. Roz is super badass because she started writing down her fears. So Roz said, when you're afraid of something, like write it down, but unpack those fears. Because if you just talk about it or think about it briefly, then you dwell on the negative outcome. But if you write it down and you really unpack it, then... Maybe they aren't as scary as you think they are. And I think that's super helpful. I don't know about you, but I can get in my head sometimes or just make my fears so big, bigger than they need to be, and then I get stuck. I get frozen in that fear and I don't move past it. So I think it's cool. I like what Roz says. Write that down and unpack it. And, you know, you can use the same process in your life. I think it's so powerful. So what in your life are you scared to do? And you know what? You don't even have to write down all of your fears. You certainly can. But what is the most prevalent or the most predominant or the one that you want to tackle first? Is there a nagging at your heart to do something, but you're just scared to do it? Maybe do it Roz and her friend did. List the things that you would have to give up if you tried it. And then number two, list the worst case scenario. And then number three, ask yourself, can you handle the worst case scenario? I bet you that you can, but you're never going to know it unless you unpack it. You're never going to know it unless you investigate and dig a little bit deeper. So be an investigator and dig into it. Figure out those fears. Get down to the nitty gritty and just attack one. You don't have to attack them all. And, you know, you're not even attacking it now. All you're doing is writing it down to figure it out. But you might realize that what you thought was so scary is not actually scary at all. And it's right in your wheelhouse. So I can't wait to hear from you and hear what you came up with, if you did that exercise, and how it affected you. Um, And if you did, and if it worked, if it was cool, definitely reach out to me. But more importantly, reach out to Roz and let her know how this episode affected you. All right. Now, number four. I want to talk about, or number four, the fourth reason why Roz is so so badass is her concept of the bifocal glasses. Because I asked her. I mean, I was like, how the heck could you row three major oceans alone? Like, how? You know? And that's freaking hard. And Roz talked about how she has to do, like, little tricks with her mind, like, just to push to the next step. Push to the next step. Um, Because it couldn't have been easy. It would have been easy to give up and to quit. And to be like, uh, I did one ocean. That's still badass. Like, and just to leave it there, but she didn't. So Roz, what she calls the bifocal glasses approach is um, look through the top half of the lens and that's the long distance vision. So have your vision of your goal, whether it's going to the other side of the ocean or a new life or your obituary exercise, that's the top half of the lens is the long-term vision. And then the bottom half of the lens, she would focus on what she needs to do right here and right now To get herself a little bit closer to that goal. So good. I love this concept. I really do. So top half of the bifocals is the long-term vision. You know, what you need to do, looking a long ways out, what you want to accomplish, um, kind of the big picture thinking. And then the bottom half is what's in front of me right now. What's in front of me today? What's one thing that you can do? And I think that's something for you to reflect on for your goals in life. You don't have to do it all today. It doesn't have to all be accomplished today. But it's cool to have a vision. It's cool to know where you want to go, what you want to do, and start taking little steps towards that. It doesn't need to be the big steps. It doesn't need to be leaps. It just needs to be small, consistent actions over and over again. When you fail, cool learn from it pick yourself back up go again or you know maybe you quit for a while maybe you stop because you get tired or you feel like you're not doing something right or life gets freaking hard as it does okay cool take your break heal yourself do what you got to do to take care of yourself and then get back at it right Whatever it is that you love doing that excites you, whether it's art or hiking or whatever your thing is, whatever your long-term vision is that you're going for, okay, get back at it. Pick it back up and don't beat yourself up. That is the habit, right? It's so easy to like beat yourself up to be like, oh my gosh, I just lost six months of my life. I just lost six months of my life because I didn't do anything to go towards my long-term vision. Well, guess what? Like life happens. Life is hard. People die. Um, not to be too dark, but like crazy things happen. 2020, 2021 have taught us that. Life is crazy. So if you're not moving as fast or you had to take a break to heal yourself, to get better, to grieve, to do whatever, fine. It happened for a reason. It happened that way. Let's move on. But just pick pick yourself back up and go again. So I want you to think about your bivocal, your bivocal glasses, Think about what your long-term vision is and think about one thing that you can do today. By the way, are you seeing any sort of habit or any sort of pattern here? I don't know about you, but I'm seeing a pattern. I remember we talked to Dan Warheide last week and he said the same thing. He said, just look at one small action you can take in the next 24 hours, right? And then if you remember back to Mike Bechtel, he said something similar too. Mike had said, okay, just go to the edge of your comfort zone. Just put your toe over the edge of your comfort zone. That's it. Just your toe. Don't take a leap. Don't take a jump. Don't do anything crazy. You're still going to feel the thrill, the excitement, the whatever. And you're still pushing your boundaries, right? So it's the small steps. That's it. The small steps. Use the bifocal glasses approach or what Dan Heidi said or Mike Bechtel, whatever connects with you. Just realize you got this. These small steps will move mountains. Seriously. Alright, quick recap. Um, Four reasons why Roz Savage is so badass is one, how she kept pursuing her passion until she found it. Two, is she followed her intuition. Third, how she overcame her fears. And fourth, Roz's bifocal glasses approach. All right. Oh my gosh. I really love the episode with Roz. As always, definitely reach out to her. I mean, authors, people that are on podcast guests, they don't hear from you often enough, right? They want to know that their work is valuable. They want to know that what they said helped you. So definitely reach out, let Roz know what you thought of the episode or it doesn't, like, you can tell her what you thought was so badass, or you can talk about episode 104 and what she taught you specifically and how it helped you, how it changed your life, what it helped you to do, or over what fear did it help you to overcome. Definitely, sharing those things is super helpful. And then, remember, this Sunday... Don't forget to join the masterclass. I want to see you there. Five money behaviors that are keeping you broke AF and how to tweak them so you can get out of debt and finally be financially free. I know that you need this or somebody you know needs this. Share it with them. The link will be um, in the comments section of your podcast here. Also in the show notes and on like my Instagram profile. But. Five money behaviors that are keeping you broke AF and we're going to talk a little bit about the color-coded budget. And I tell you, I broke this down. I have tried to make it as simple as possible. The smallest little tweaks that you can do to have big results. And that's what I want from you. Or that's what I want for you. (laughs) Um, Is to have big, epic results. That's what I want. For you to see a change and not be under that same stress. Like... It is freeing to get out of debt. And even when you're still in debt, to have a plan and to get going and know what you're doing, that is amazing. I cannot even tell you. It was pretty shortly afterwards, like after I got a plan, after I started to figure out what I was doing, that I like, oh, okay. Like I felt empowered because I finally knew what I was doing with money. All right. Again, sign up or send it to a friend who you think would love this episode Now, Monday, tune in because you're going to hear from Haley Peel, who is so badass. Haley has a doctorate in pharmacy and is a mindful hiker. She helps high achievers struggling with self-doubt and confidence so they can uncover their inner badass. Isn't that right up your lane? So, I know you're going to like that. Definitely tune in on Monday. Until then, hopefully I will see you on Sunday at the masterclass. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, own it and get after it.
0: Now that you've listened to this episode of Ordinary to Badass, we want to hear from you. Go to our website, ordinarytobadass.com slash podcast and submit your own experience on how you took your life from ordinary to badass and get the chance to be on a future spotlight episode of the show. That's ordinarytobadass.com forward slash podcast. While you're waiting for the next episode of the show, wipe off the sweat, dust off the dirt, and get back in the arena.